<laughs> that sounds so bad. Yeah, there you go. Got back up a little bit. <laughs> if you're wondering why we're playing this music. And you know what time it is. Yeah. SOL. <laughs> By request, this is uh, our good buddy Eric's uh, <laughs> Coming in hot this All week, right. y'all. All right, fade that out. Ooh, DJ Bizzle uh, on the wheels of steel. You just said BJ Bizzle. DJ Bizzle. I don't know. I so take payment in BJ's lately. Hey, boys. How we doing? Uh, Good, brother. Nice. Uh, we had a nice little hiatus. Nice break. We wanted you yeah. to, you know, rest up. Yeah, wanted him to rest up. We uh, I had to yeah, rest up, but we wanted Eric to. But last time we talked to him, the Lions were pissing him off. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much all well, here. Yeah, there has been ever since week one. So yes, it's been all year. <laughs> yeah, we um, we we recorded an episode last night, but we kind of got uh, I don't know. We celebrated a little too much and got away from our topic list, so we ran out of time to call you. So, but you yeah, know, it happens. A it lot, happens. It does happen. I was gone for a couple of weeks. Yeah, this is you know this is a staple. Yeah. So and uh, seeing as how a lot of stuff has happened, um, you know, since the last time we talked to you. We didn't want to miss out on giving the fans the hottest takes on the, well, new regime Lions, I guess. Yes, sir. So in, in the weeks we missed, what happened? We got, we. We got our asses kicked. Well, we, so we'll start oh, we at got, Washington, which is three well, weeks ago. No, we'll, we'll, we'll breeze that. We won at Washington. We got fucking. Alex Smith sh- put 400 yards on them boys. Yeah. Got, <laughs> L, dude, L, Alex Smith has got it. Um, He's got like some sort of implant in his spike that helps, like it's like a spring. So when he when he's when he's dropping back and shit, it takes stress off of his bone. And this guy had a career day, yeah. just like every fucking buddy else that <laughs> plays a fucking lion but, has a career fucking day. But the lions won that game. Luckily, yes, luckily, yes, luckily, 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 <laughs> they were up twenty four to fucking three, <laughs> and like, finished finished win by winning thirty to twenty seven. <laughs> Awesome. Like unfucking believable, and that that I mean, they, they, what a shitty call on uh, roping the passer. All Chase Young did was push the fucking Stafford, and he falls down to the ground. They gave him a fucking fifty yards. You know, I mean, I, I guess I was happy about it, but like, what a shitty <laughs> call! Say, I'm sure you were celebrating when the call was made. Oh, so no, funny. I was like, I wasn't because I'm done with them this year. I was just like, well, I can't believe the Lions got a call. And you know, a win is a win, but let's not forget. That that Atlanta game also like they would have been coming in hot off three L's into that Washington game if Todd Gurley yep. lays on the fucking ground. But yep. that's you know yep. wins Todd, a win though. Todd Gurley he was in on the picks in that game. Too. <laughs> <laughs> so then, <laughs> then we took like, a trip yeah. took a trip down to Carolina. Yeah, where we had shut <laughs> where uh, Teddy Teddy two gloves and got shot the fuck out. Yes, Teddy two gloves was on the uh, was on the bench. He was hurt, and a young man by the name of Philip Walker. XFL legend <laughs> Philip Walker, Walker made his NFL debut, twenty-four for thirty-four. Naturally, two hundred fifty-eight yards, one touchdown. He did throw two bad picks. When's the yeah, last? Yeah, they time? were pretty bad. When's the last time someone made their debut against the Lions and played like shit? Kyler Murray for that oh, first nobody. half. They all, and they still they all had fucking. His counterpart yeah. Matthew Stafford was eighteen of thirty-three Oof. for one hundred and seventy-eight yards and no picks to match those zero touchdowns. <laughs> It was a rough yeah, day for the offense many, that how day. How many sacks? Five sacks, I believe it was. Oh, dude, they probably were lighting, lighting his ass Pretty up. Sure Let me pull that up for you real too. quick here. 
Three, two, five, six. We got Stafford two. Stafford falling around like a little bitch. Four. Fuck that guy. Four? Four. Yes. Oh, no, it's yeah, five because I see one guy well, got credited for one and a half and another guy. Yeah, I'll yeah, five. I'll say this. I'll say this. And, and it's really, it's not even that that quarterback had a good game against the Lions. It, anybody can have a good game against the Lions. And let me elaborate on that for a minute. If you actually watch the game or even watch half the fucking game, every time, except for those two bad interceptions, but it's, you know, a better quarterback, he would have threw the ball in a different spot and it would have been a touchdown. Anyway, if you watch this, though, the Lions' defense is so bad and they're so slow and they're always out of position. This guy was throwing to receivers that are two, three, four yards separated from the defender. Anybody who can somewhat play quarterback is going to complete passes like that. The Lions defense, I mean. I think D.J. Moore had a touchdown where there wasn't even. It was D.J. Moore. Yeah, I think it was D.J. Moore. And he had a touchdown where when they showed it on the screen, like the still shot of it, there wasn't a line in the picture. Well, wasn't the guy's first touchdown. Or he only threw for one, I guess. So that must have been been the one. He may have it's just, tackled, dude, it's, was, it's fucking crazy. If you watch certain players, every time they're out there, all they do, and I and I'm and I'm dead serious, man. And, and I can give you a perfect example. You guys know who Jelani Tavai is, right? <laughs> yep, unfortunately, he's a, he's, a, right, he's, a line, <laughs> he's a linebacker. Well, lately, because of some injuries, they have him playing a little bit of defensive end. Okay, if you really? watch. If you watch the place that he's lined up as defensive end, all he does every motherfucking time is take on the block and stand there holding his block. He doesn't even try to do anything. Dude, this is what all their linebackers do except for Jamie Collins when he maybe decides to play after snap the game and actually is a decent player. They all fucking suck. So, yeah, this guy had a pretty decent game, but anybody would because the Lions defense is just brutally bad. On that uh, chuck and contain. I was watching the... (laughs) I was uh, looking at the snap count the other day from a game, Eric, and defensive snap count, and I cannot understand why this coach rotates corners in and out like it's a goddamn NBA game. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Offensive line, man, that's the worst thing, because you know what? That's some weird shit that Patriots Dude, assistants why, must why do because Joe Judge is doing the same players. thing. Joe Judge is doing right, that why? in New York. Yeah, dude. He's, he's part of the reason why he's gone because he's a terrible fucking coach. He's got all – I mean, his, his defense is predicated on um, making the other team make a mistake, but all they do is play soft and they don't, they're not aggressive. It's just, it was it's the worst defense I've seen since the 0-16 team. And it's arguably that bad. Too. I was gonna. That I mean, was. They got, ooh, they got you no to fucking it. players, dude. Uh, that was gonna be my question for you: Is are they worse than the 0-16 team in your opinion? The defense. In the D, yeah, they're I, they're just as bad. I don't remember what the statistics were that year as far as where you know where everything ranked, but just based on memory, they are flat out just as bad. I mean, the thing about it, Stafford sucks, but if say Stafford didn't play one game all year. The Lions would be 0 and 11. Blast the fuck out. They oh, yeah, dude. Who, oh, we'd be getting Trevor Lawrence. Out of the four <laughs> wins without Stafford. Well, maybe, Nobody. Well, maybe the Jets Nobody. are pretty bad. But we, haven't, we don't play the Jets, is what I'm saying. Oh, I know. 
Uh, he just said so, we'd be getting Trevor Lawrence if if not for Stafford. And, you know, and it's, everything is just crazy about this team. I mean, what happens to their offense? I mean, one player gets injured, and and it and their offense is totally different. If Kenny you Galladay know, takes not, away your whole offense like that, you probably need to pay that man. Yeah. Or you or, or Swift you after then you need, you need more playmakers because one guy can only do so much. They have no playmakers. Not to mention the guy who's always fucking hurt. Well, here's the yeah. thing. They need playmakers, but they need playmakers everywhere. They got too many holes and not enough money. No, because they spent $50 million on a guy like Vitae, who's a fucking bump. He's a fucking bump. Yeah, that guy Here's is. That. Uh, they got Trey Flowers, know, $90 right. million, dollars, and his career year is like six or seven sacks. You got to be fucking kidding me, man. My favorite part about uh, what's it, Vitae, is that they went and signed. My man's a career backup. They go break the bank on him. And then they're like, you can't even. You got beat out by Tyrell Crosby, who was a seventh round pick, to pay right tackle. And then they're like, well, let's kick him in the guard. <laughs> it's like, he's the highest paid guard I've seen in a long time, guys, and he ain't that good at it. So, after- yeah, he's, and he's one of the worst in the fucking league this year, man. So then after the Panthers game. Well, they got shut out twenty to nothing. They had well. First, you had uh, they played on Thanksgiving. But how was your Thanksgiving, Smalls? It was alright. It was alright. <clears throat> smaller than normal, but you know, it was fine. How about your guys? Yeah. Mine was good, man. Mine was good. Uh, as I'm sure yours was. After that early game, a little, a little you know, upsetting. Mine was the midday. <laughs> you know, my day was yeah, good. That, yeah, I mean, Dallas is the Dallas like the they're like the Lions here. They, oh, they oh Jesus, well, they're brutal. But, but dude, that Thanksgiving game, like I, you know, I went into it knowing that Watson's going to have a big day, but maybe our offense can hang with them and maybe we create a turnover. Thanksgiving, the Lions, they have a shot of win. And then the fucking first half, and it's just like. They're, they don't stand a chance against this team. They they look they made the Houston Texans look like the fucking Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, it was it's brutal. And Houston and I, fucking sucks. Yeah, they're bad. Right. Dude, it's, it's, I'm, I tell you what, I, I woke up Friday, and I'm thinking to myself, all right, when are they going to announce they fired this fucking bomb and this fucking schleppy of a friend, Bob Quinn? Nothing came, and I'm like, this business is going to actually keep this man for the whole year. And I'm like, that's just nuts. So then... The news broke Saturday that they fired up. Got me all excited. And then I watched her or listened to her fucking podcast, or not podcast, her fucking Zoom chat with reporters on everything. Did you hear that woman who's our fucking owner say a couple weeks ago, meaning when the Lions were 3-3, three and three, we are she thought they contention. were playoff bound. Mm-hmm. Playoff bound. Mm-hmm. With Eric, you, people I, said that from the jump, though, that that would be their you, out. That would be their out if they finished 500. Them, but then people who watched the first six games were like, yeah, this is not a playoff team. Yeah. But you got our owner, who, who obviously doesn't know dick shit about football, or she doesn't watch the game, say that they were playoff bound at three and three. That is terrible. That's just, she's clueless, guys. My excitement went out the window again, because the more I thought about this, they're going to hire the wrong people yet again, and it's going to be the same fucking shit. Because it's the Lions and it's the Ford. They don't fucking care. I don't know if they don't care. I just don't think they know any better. They're, they're not football people. They're incompetent at their job. And then they, the guy they have running the football operation knows nothing about football in Rodwood. Yeah. So it's like, and you won't let him go. Like, tell that nigga to go figure out how to push some explorers off the goddamn line. 
We don't need you in the football department, sir. Go sell the trucks. Right. Get yeah. the fuck well, out of here. Goldman is Goldman is the billions of dollars they have. I don't want to see your face affiliated with the fucking line. <laughs> now, my issue with this is, so, right? You know, so the other thing I wanted to say, though, is did you hear her say how it took her a little bit to contemplate Bob Quinn? She actually yeah. thought about keeping this guy for whatever fucking reason. <laughs> I mean, the team is this bad because there's no fucking talent. Who's responsible for the fucking talent? That guy. And she had to contemplate whether or not she was going to fire him? Dude, I was like, this bitch is fucking just killed my soul. Like, my soul is killed. If you look at the roster and go, man, we need playmakers. How the fuck do you, yeah, exactly. How do you look at Bob Quinn and go, well, he's done a decent job here. We need we need playmakers at every level. (laughs) But but somehow he should keep his fucking job. They they need some more speed. They need need speed at linebacker. They need talent. Dude, it's terrible fucking because the lions can draft speed the guy will just suck <laughs> like, like, yeah you need oh my god dude so it's now, so dude, fucking let's, bad let's lose let's lose the rest of the game go four and 12 and get a top five pick and let's get a quarterback and let's roll man so That's now we got to get a quarterback at. when Tua was sitting right in front of us yeah and well, justin I'm herbert this yeah. was literally the worst case scenario too because like you were top three you had your shot you let and these guys fuck around and pick who they wanted and then and now that's when the owner should have stepped yeah. in and said, no, you take a quarterback. Yep, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, just so you were, I was looking this up because I saw the article yesterday, Eric. Um, when going into this year, we had mad cap space. The We currently have a projected $1.3 million in cap space. How much, you said? $1.3 million. You're, you broke up again. $1.3 million. That's it? Yes. Dude, they signed a lot of high-priced free agents this year. They just all suck. Yeah, like how about how about Desmond Trufant? They paid that guy ten million dollars for two years, and he's and he's the third worst cornerback, and he's only played after the games, and now he's on IR. I had a lot of people oh. telling me, "Man, I'd rather give him ten and give Slay sixteen. I go, I don't know no. what you watch. Yeah, you're stupid. If you talk that. <laughs> Eric, you're I uh, stupid. Eric, I found a um, an article here. And I'll just let you weigh in on it. It's Bob to- uh, Bob Quinn's top ten worst decisions as Lion GM. You want to hear? Man, you 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 guys are breaking up a lot. I can't even hear. Oh, um, well, I don't know what to tell you about that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, say that again. Can you hear me? Good. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. But you okay. Just, as you were talking, you were breaking up a little bit. Oh shit. Um, it's top. It's Bob Quinn's top ten worst decisions as a as the Lions GM. You want to hear him? Yeah, for sure. All right, number 10, drafting a long snapper. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We don't don't need to get more into that. He ain't on the team no more. Sixth round. Yeah, he was injured in training camp and spent 2016 on IR. He didn't even make it to minicamp the next season. His NFL career was over. Wow. Yep. Number nine. Number nine, cutting Eric Ebron with no plan B. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep, they signed they signed uh, Luke Wilson instead. Yep, and Jesse James instead for Michael like, Roberts was supposed to be the man. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. and Hakeem Viles. <laughs> Those were our tight ends after Ebron. Uh, number eight, the Jesse James signing. <laughs> yeah, he's still on the yep. team. Forget, keep forgetting about that. He's making a pretty yep. penny too. Four year twenty two. He signed a four year twenty two point six million deal. 
yeah. at, at the time it was and a the, top and the guy 15. does nothing literally top. nothing honestly i wasn't a, too mad at the at the moment he had a 30 Nick, catch season i agree season i thought he was going to be good he just didn't have enough of a chance in pittsburgh but after watching like this guy <laughs> slow he's not athletic he sucks and, and they blind. paid this guy a shit ton of money. <laughs> well, when they paid him, I also didn't think they'd go draft a fucking tight end into the eighth overall. Number seven, drafting T's table in the second round. Ooh. That's my that's my number one. That's my number <laughs> that's one. Number here. <laughs> remember, that's remember number seven here. Remember they said he ran so slow at the combine, and Bob Quinn six. told us about game speed? Yeah, he ran a 4-6. Yeah, he even ran slower at his pro day. Too. Yeah, and they're like, oh, yeah, but oh, he's faster. Yeah. On, on I've watched more game. game tape on him than any player. That right there was – was that let me know this guy's clueless. That man, remember him saying that? Yes, that man came on the TV and told us he's faster with pads. Among, <laughs> among, uh, among the five yep. players drafted after Quinn tagged Tabor at 53 overall was uh, the Giants' defensive tackle, Dalvin Tomlinson, and Houston's linebacker, Zach Cunningham. Each of those players would be the top of the Lions' current depth chart at their position. Yep. Christ. Uh, number yep. six is failing to draft pass rushers. I mean, yep. here's a list of the pass rushers. I mean, hey, man, Anthony Zettel was getting it done. Yeah, here's the pass rusher, rusher, edge rushers that Quinn selected in his five classes. 2016, Anthony Zettel. 2017, Jeremiah Ledbetter. 2018, Deshaun Hand. 2019, Austin Bryant. And 2020, who did we draft in the third round? Julian Okora. <laughs> and Jay Sean Cornell in the seventh round. Both injuries at the time they were drafted. <laughs> they love to draft a motherfucker with a with an injury. Yep. And then and then for some reason think our training facilities, which like we Led- are always injured, so I don't know why you think they're gonna fucking repair these kids. Ledbetter's played eighteen games, he got a half a sack. Woo! Getting to it. The best pass rusher was Zettel. What was that last one? Um uh Ledbetter drafted in twenty seventeen. He played eighteen games and he has a half a sack. Best uh pass rusher Quinn ever drafted was Zettel, a late round afterthought who needed a stellar shrine game to even get drafted. He had a second magical second season with six and a half sacks and forty three tackles. Hey, since then he's played for twenty total games on five different teams without getting another sack. Hey, before we get to this number five, Smalls, you know who's out here making plays every time I'm watching a forty nine er game? Carry fucking Hyder. Dude, I, he, I wish they didn't let him go. The guy does; he makes plays. I like. Dude, he guy. gets to you know he'll get you. For a, like a guy that doesn't get paid a lot of money, he'll get you seven sacks a year, which on this team would yep. be fucking incredible. Yep. Uh, number five. Number five is the wasted resources at running back. Yep. Cutting Ty Johnson. Quinn proved successful drafting running back talent once he started trying to replace holdovers Theo Riddick, Amir Abdullah, and Zach Center. Carry on DeAndre, Ty Johnson. I can't get mad about Carrion Johnson because he looks good. But then, yeah. Other than the fact that they drafted a guy that was hurt all the time in college, which they love doing. And then the free agents they and signed. He play, and he played in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Can you think of the free agents they signed over the years? What's that? Can you think of free agent running backs they signed? Like Garrett Blunt? Yep. First on the list. Teon Green. Justin. <laughs> I forgot about that guy. <laughs> Justin Forsett. 
Bo Scarborough. Bro, I know Tian Green didn't play up more than one game. I like Bo Scarborough. I, I wish they would have kept him. He runs hard. I wish yeah. they would have kept him. But he's he's always hurt. And uh obviously our starting running back this year with Adrian Peterson. <laughs> oh, so if I was a kid and you told me, Hey, Adrian Peterson and Reggie Bush will be Lions <laughs> one day, I'd be like, Really? Number number four <laughs> yeah. Number four is the draft aversion to speed at the skill positions. Uh, basically everyone he drafts is slow. Yeah, none are faster than average at their positions. It doesn't mean they're bad players, bad picks. It means he doesn't focus on speed. Many free free agent acquisitions, guys like Marvin Jones, Danny Amendola, Anquan Bolden, Desmond Trufant, and Trey Flowers at the edge, LeGarrette Blunt, Adrian Peterson, none of them are fast. <laughs> none of them are blessed with speed. Yeah, yeah we are a pretty slow true. team, top to bottom. I saw people get fucking hyped when we signed homeboy uh, from uh, Amendola. <laughs> but dude, he's just going to be like Elvis in, uh, in New England's yeah. offense. I'm like, except he's fucking 35. Yeah, it's like everybody's like, dude, he was a man on the Patriots. And I go, that's and when Bill don't want him, you shouldn't either. <laughs> That's the rule to live by in football. If Belichick hey, are you says guys no. going to be doing this for a minute? Yeah, yep. Can I call you back? Because I'm sitting in my driveway and my kid's sitting at the door. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> call us back. Let me, let me, um, well, how long are you going to be doing this for? Um, call us back when, Eric? I don't know. <laughs> we're, yeah, we really we're just wanted to tape this you. segment with you. Yeah, and then we might like bullshit for another ten or fifteen minutes. No, I know, I, I know. I feel bad cutting this short. Um, but you know, the fucking kids are going crazy, and my daughter's leaving. My wife's standing there looking at me. Oh, so, family man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Handle that. All right. <laughs> I I can be I can be available in an hour. Um, probably not. So we'll just wrap it up then, Smalls. How did right, what, what's right, well, uh, just uh, tell us who you want them to draft next, and give us one more positive thing. Now that they've lost, oh, you're break. You broke up. I didn't hear anything you just said. I said, tell me one more positive thing, and tell us who you want them to uh, hire as a coach and a GM. No, oh, it's a tough one. I have nothing positive to say other than those <laughs> fucking bums finally got fired. Um, there you go. Um. My uh, my, I mean, in a, in a dream world, I want the Lions to bring Ozzie Newsom from Baltimore, who stepped down as a GM, but still has a role with them. I want them to offer him whatever he wants to come be the GM. And then, as far as a coach goes, I, I'll give you two names. I like I like the Robert Sala guy from the Forty ers defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I'm gonna I'm gonna throw one outside the box and let you guys think about it. Lincoln Riley. Okay. Oklahoma's head coach. Okay. That's right. going to be a hot name. Yeah, I mean, he's I, always a hot name. I like Lincoln Riley. I like going with the young, the young coach. Um, this, this, the NFL is all about offense. Yes, right for sure. They, he's an offensive fucking genius, just like Kyle Shanahan is in San Francisco. I want let Lincoln Riley be the head coach and the offensive coordinator, and find just you know. Somebody who's been around the block, who's, who knows, just knows defense and don't even fuck with the defense and just turn us into a sweet offense. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I, like I don't that. want another defensive-minded head coach. That's why, yep. even though I said Salah, I like Lincoln Riley just because he brings that offensive, you know, that offensive mindset that I think the league is geared more towards, and uh, I think he would serve the line as well. There you go. That's a, Appreciate you, Eric. Yeah, I'll say we'll get more into this next week, yeah. but the only yeah, issue with this coaching search is that 
we are looking to be like one of the least attractive jobs out there this year because everyone's firing their fucking coach. All right, we'll talk about we'll talk yeah. about that. But yes, we'll about that next week, week, brother, we're going to dive into that hardcore. But yeah, well, I'll, well, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll make sure I have plenty more time right. than well, I do tonight. Well, so I apologize for cutting the short. Oh no, I you're good. Always we, a we, pleasure hey, talking with you, boys. Twenty four minutes. Hey, man, we, we like we like to have uh, good fathers as guests on our yeah, show, exactly buddy. Right. So you're we'll good be, in our book, pal. I appreciate it. All right, fellas, we'll we'll set up a time next week, and you know, we'll we'll dive into a little bit more. All right, brother, we'll talk to you. All right, fellas, later. All right, you too. Bye. It was when duty I, calls. I know. I wanted to. I, we tried to get a hold of him a little earlier, but uh, there was other work to be done. So it's uh, probably a good thing too, because this next one. I mean, just to finish, I might as well finish the list for our listeners here. The, the great guard snafu of twenty twenty. Something Eric has talked about all year. How uh, we didn't you know, pay Graham Glasgow. Yes, sir. Let him leave for yeah. four years. Yep. For $44 million, which isn't, you know. Yeah. I mean, they overpaid a little bit, but it's not the worst. And it's yeah. a lot, quite a bit for a guard. And then we went and but. signed Big V, <laughs> Vitae from Philly, who was a right tackle. Which we gave him small. the biggest right tackle contract, I believe. Yep, which is if you listen to our specific SOL segment, his, uh, SOL segment, his, uh, his fucking name gets brought up quite often by Eric. Yes. Not real impressed with him. Shit, we just talked about this two minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, and then they kicked him the guard because he got beat up by Tyrell Crosby. You guys always talk, this is, you guys talk about offense. Well, line, fucking scout somebody. What the fuck? Talk about offensive lineman when they're making a lot of goddamn money and not doing nothing so yeah and uh, i know fuck num- these guys num- man yeah number two d- trading uh snacks and golden tate when he did they won uh da, 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 da. and a bold boy oh bold brilliant move quinn steals disgruntled uh Snacks from the Giants for fifth round pick, which is what we really needed. I mean, I remember being pumped. Yeah. I remember Valenti gassing us up too. Like you he was really good. Yeah, you motherfuckers got snacks and yeah. and then didn't want to pay him. Yep. And then he got here and realized the coach is a dipshit and didn't want to be here like any other person with talent and a brain. Well, but they they signed snacks and then traded away Golden Tate. Yeah, <laughs> five days later. So that was kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't make any sense. Started three and three, finished six and ten. You know what people were saying? Well, dude, we got a third round pick for you. You just replace him. I go, oh yeah, because you've had so many good receivers in this city that Golden, like Golden Tate's one of the best we've had in here ever. Yeah. <laughs> and then just the overall point of this is like you you traded away one of the veterans who was a, the people, a team leader. Yeah, people like him when hustle, you're trying to guy. win. When you're making trades and yeah. moves to win. And made plays and was there for the squad. And then you, you sign a guy to make it look like, oh, we're going to try to make the playoffs. Then you trade away someone great. Oh, we got a couple honorable mentions. Oh, Jesus Christ. These not, guys were horrible. Not trading Darius Slade for the 2019 season. When it, everyone knew he wasn't going to be back this year. That was stupid. Jelani Tavai in the second round. Will Harris in the third round of the 2019 draft. Both could be out of the NFL in 2021. The Quandre Diggs trade. Obviously, drafting Gerard Davis. Oh, smells would have been all. That's what we said. They <laughs> saved some of these for him. <laughs> these are his greatest hits. Well, we couldn't just you know, stop it. But um, failing to anticipate the old Matt Patricia spring break situation would ever be discovered. Hold on a second, guys. The that? fucking honorable mentions oh, are lo- is a longer list than the top ten. This uh, is fucking ridiculous. No, yeah, <laughs> like they are bad. Like, these guys are fucking horrible. Uh, your black, your backup quarterbacks. 
Matt Castle, Chase Daniel. We can't ever put they, they can't put a guy behind no, Stafford that's gonna you know fucking you know they can't put a little throw, pressure on him. They can't throw. Yeah, I don't even know who the fuck Brad Brad Kai is. is. His mom is Felicia from Friday, and that oh, is his biggest that. calling card. Okay, I, I do remember that. Brad's not in the league, I believe, right now. Which sucks. Injured reserve in 2019. Stafford, Stafford, and others who were hurt extremely likely to turn on active roster instead of the. Nah. Yep. And having blinders. Number one is having blinders for Matt Patricia. Obviously, that's his boy. Jetson and Jetson. How do you say that word? Jettisoned? Yeah. Jim called away after the first two seasons running the Lions. Nine and seven ain't good enough, y'all. Nine and seven. Well, neither is. A max of six wins. Yeah. Or no, he's never won six games in a season. This fucking clown. <laughs> no, he hasn't. Let's not forget, folks, that at the end of the day, these men will still be getting paid in full millions of dollars because sometimes, yeah. teach your kids, man, don't go get hit. Coach the guys that get hit. Yeah. That money's guaranteed. That's, that's fair. That's, that's fair. Hey, man, his kids are going to be living good no matter fucking what. Yep. And they're going to have to hear it. They might have to fight some kids when they're ragging on their dad. Because I would definitely talk shit if, your kid, if Matt Patricia's kid went to school with me. Your dad's a fucking bum-ass coach, doggy. Yeah. And then, Why is so, he wearing a garbage bag on the sideline? <laughs> he gets fired. Everybody sounds off. The thing with the... Oh, that's been the best part is ex-players just come out like, this guy fucking sucks. Darius Slay said... I was the problem, though. <laughs> Sean Robinson said, you get what you deserve. He also said, ha-ha, you told me you'll take my career away from me, but I guess I had other plans for you. <laughs> I know uh, Eric Ebron said something, too, but I also, like, you know what I mean? Fuck out of here, Eric Ebron. No one cares about you. I think like Eric Ebron can still go. I'm on a team that's 11-0, and yeah. <laughs> and you motherfuckers still losing. <laughs> I mean, he's right. And I'm getting paid. <laughs> like, yeah, he's played for like two or three teams since us, so like get over the it. The Colts and then the Steelers, yeah. yeah. So he's on his, yeah, so get over it. And you weren't like great when you were here. We weren't holding him back from doing something. Like he was pretty terrible. And you can blame the Lions and all that shit all you want, but like No, he Lions, wasn't good here. The Lions organization don't make you drop touchdowns, my no. guy. Also, but the Lions were dumb enough to draft him in the top ten overall. That's true, when everybody said, yo, this guy drops the ball a lot. He's fat, big, and fast, but got drops. Yeah. They always draft guys who have the worst traits, and then those traits show. Like, he fumbles a lot. 100%. <laughs> well, we're going to teach him to hold on to it. This guy's injury prone. This guy, yeah, this guy's broke his leg three times. Job and bust. This, <laughs> this guy played six touchdown. college games because he can't fucking. Because his legs duct taped together. Well, our medical staff has it figured out. Yeah. And then. Um, oh, the it's not a burner account. Some, the free press. They came out and said he might have had a burner account. The free press did a full investigation and has debunked. Really? Yeah, I saw that today. Did you see it, though? Yeah. I mean. I was looking at the tweets yesterday, but whatever, man. I'm done. I don't even want to talk about these fucking cons anymore. Well, I mean, <laughs> well who do you want to talk about? I'll talk about I don't know. I wanted to get Eric all fired up and mad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I guess if it's debunked, it's debunked. But it's certainly if you <coughs> what it's like Eddie P. Lions fan or something like that. Yeah, I saw it yesterday. It was uh, pretty interesting. I'm like, man, people are really yeah, Eddie P. Lions into fan. this. Um, Matt Patricia's middle name is Edward, and everything he. Uh, Everything this guy tweets, he went from basically never tweeting ever, 
And then shortly after, Patricia got fired, and everybody started sounding off. This account just kind of showed up out of nowhere, and everything is about how Bob Quinn did a terrible job. Matt Patricia was right all along. Uh, Matt Stafford is uncoachable. <laughs> and that's the thing, too. I mean, we can move on from it. But I wonder I just, if there's... I personally, I want. Uh, I hope Matt Stafford gets traded away. And I hope someone takes him, and I hope it's a good team. And I hope he at least. I hope he at least plays for a playoff team or a good team that looks like they could win in the playoffs, just to really see. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I realize there's no moral victories, but if he leaves us and he goes to a good team and takes, you know, a team that people wouldn't expect for a run and maybe doesn't win a Super Bowl or something, but he still looked like damn. If he was fucking 26 and not two broken backs later and got to play for a team, he probably could have. Yeah. Just that little bit of glimmer of hope that, you know, maybe. Yeah, he could have declined any of those contracts and it's yeah. rich as shit. So, yeah. well, I'd say life's been I mean, all right for him here, too, because they've sure. had, think, they've kissed his ass. <laughs> I, think he's a, I think he's, personally, I think he's a good football player. Yeah, I think he's talented. He's a so, good quarterback. Yeah. So, and I hope someone. He goes somewhere, too, because I would love to get some fucking trade value for him because if he just walks, Jesus Christ, and you guys didn't want to draft a quarterback. I don't think he'll idiots. walk. I mean, I don't. I, if they I, re-sign him, even worse, man. Well, I think, well, my whole point is I think they'd have to trade him. I think he's had enough of this retire, shit. Yeah. Well, retiring's walking. We get nothing for him. That's true. And then he joins the long list. Well, no, well, he joins a list of guys who retired early. He won't join a list of Hall of Famers, in my opinion. I'd say it'd be sick if he, like, went to the fucking Saints or something. But they stick with Taysom Hill for whatever reason. That guy stinks. I don't think he's very good. I don't I don't. I've him. been called a hater. Not by you, but for oh, my I'll criticism say, no. of Taysom Hill, to yeah. which I say, I don't think he's, he's 32. <laughs> well, you know what you at? got. What There's no developing yeah. anymore. And this they, is like Chris Wanky shit. You guys know what this man is. 100%, no matter what, especially with the offense you run, I'm putting Jameis out there and then I'm just fucking no, launching. No one will convince me he's I, a better quarterback than Jameis no, Winston. And, I, and again, coming for me, I think Jameis Winston fucking stinks. I don't think he's good. I don't think 32 interceptions is anything to celebrate. Nope. I'm happy if he carried your fantasy team or whatever, but the guy's not that good of a quarterback. That being said, he's out there to win it, man. He throws 32 interceptions because he's trying to fucking Yeah, he's throwing 5,000 yards and 35 <laughs> touchdowns, baby. Yeah, you know, well, I mean... That's I mean, a Bruce Arians yeah. offense. As you football. can see, guys tend to throw picks in that Bruce Arians offense. You want to get into that? What a hater of Tom Brady you are? Yeah, fuck him. I think. Uh, I'd you, say I'm just like, I'm a critiquer unlike anybody else. Are you a hater of Tom Brady or are you a hater of, or, or is this uh, because of his fans all them years? And I might be to the point where now I equally hate them yeah, both. So like the fans put you over the edge. The fans really did it uh, just I, because I'm like. My issue initially was, you guys, yes, they're winning. And so you can call him the GOAT, but you he has never been outside of, I'd say, a three-year window yeah. in 20 years. Maybe three of those years, he was the best quarterback in the league, the best player at his position. Yeah, maybe. I mean. And how many years do you have Randy Moss? Two yeah. or three? Because those, those years for sure. And then. Lost he had that crazy year with, like, Gronk and Aaron Hernandez, and they were lighting it up. Yeah, and that's true, too. But, like, other than that, you're not telling me he was better, a better player than Peyton Manning. And he no. and since Aaron Rodgers has been starting, he damn sure ain't been the best. Yeah, see, I don't yeah. I'm, I'm, 
At this point, I'll, I'll really argue with you if you're trying to say Aaron Rodgers ain't the best yeah. quarterback. So that leads really to if my criticisms, say, and he's just yeah. a dork. <laughs> I think he's a fucking clown. What, what was it that got you going? Oh, because he didn't shake uh, Jared Goff's hand. I always laugh at that. Yeah. Mm. Oh, just because, you know, they let him slide, and I always love when Richard Sherman's like, oh, his guy is a chump, man. I went to shake his hand, and he's a dipshit, and the Super Bowl is like, well, well, who cares? And then when they lost, Sherman's like, oh, no, I'll be sure to shake his hand. Yeah. Either time, I'm like, oh, you're gracious when you win. But again, at a certain point, like, like, did he do that early in his career? Because I think at a certain point, maybe if you just everyone tells you you're the best of all time, you're gonna go, oh, well, I'm gonna fucking do whatever I want, and I don't gotta, I don't gotta follow your rules. Mm-hmm. When you're the best of all time, you can do whatever you want. That's see cool. See well, don't pretend to be like, oh, shucks, then we know you're a, a fucking douche. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, just, just own it. Why do you think I love T.O.? I'm an asshole. Yeah. This is what I do. I don't like Tom Brady, but I don't hate him anywhere near you do. No. The way you do. I think my all my criticisms are quite factual of Tom Brady this year. Um, I, I uh, Factual, sure, but I don't think you would give other players that you like for doing the same thing, the same criticism. That's Who do I like that does the same thing? Why well, I, I had mentioned, like, LeBron James. You really, uh... What wrote. does... Road for LeBron James. LeBron James is on my favorite team, my favorite yeah. sports team. So I'm definitely going to ride for you if you're helping my team win a title. You, right. But what and you damn, you're averaging triple-doubles. What the all, fuck I am know. I supposed to hate on? But again, you weren't nearly as vocal about him when last year he was fucking off and they weren't making the playoffs. Yeah. He was drinking I wine. said, you, fuck you, this guy. We're losing and you're fucking not, out not, here not, not and you're out same, here a ring two chains albums. Not to the same not to the same degree though. Like, like twenty minutes after that fucking twenty minutes after that uh Monday night game, you were, you know, texting or tweeting about him not shaking hands. That's, that's what I'm saying. Because you, that's his move. Yeah, you're much more vocal about how much you hate Tom Brady than you are about other people. That's all I'm saying. Oh, because I don't like Tom no, Brady. Hate him. Hate him. Yes. <laughs> I don't hate anybody. Who do you dislike more, Tom Brady fans or Trump fans? One of them's got to go. One of them's got to stay. Who are you living with? Um, I hate Tom Brady fans more. Really? Yeah, because the Trump people I laugh at. He's going to be over with soon. Dude, they'll be gone anyway. But I laugh at them. I don't take them serious. I laugh at them. The Tom oh, Brady. Tom fuck, Brady. The, <laughs> Tom like, Brady's going to be gone in a couple of years. Is what I'll well, say. Yeah. Well, yeah. The the Tom Brady folks are like so steadfast. There's go six rings, bro. And I'm like, All right. Well, it doesn't. Okay. That's true. It's a good. I mean, biggest team sport ever doesn't seem to matter, huh? I can't say. I mean, I can't say much because I've used those but, uh, six rings, bro. As yeah, as a oh, I said he's the go. People yeah. like I've gotten so many arguments this year, and I'm like, at not one point did I not say he's the go. Yeah, I said I was told they were going to be a championship team with him as the quarterback, and that's all they needed. And it's proven that's a the lie detector test showed that was a lie. <laughs> and Jameis can do what he's doing for cheaper. Which is lose to good lose to good teams and beat bad teams. It's true. It's true. Again, I'm not. I don't think you're wrong. I just again, I don't hate him to the level. That and I find it interesting that <laughs> I just think it's funny. The criticism. I think it's funny how the criticism of other quarterbacks, mm. if they played like Tom Brady plays, would be much. They'd get criticized much worse. But people, I watch these games where I love Tony Romo. I wanted to smack him through my fucking TV the other day. Every bad throw was, well, maybe the receiver ran the wrong route. Maybe the receiver doesn't know what's going on. It's like, maybe Tom just fucking airmailed that shit. 
He yeah. threw a pick oh, yeah. to a safety standing in the middle of the field with no one around him. That wasn't the receiver's fault. He can't throw it deep. Which the stats show? He's forty. I mean, would you expect? I don't give a fuck. You stepped on the field. Oh, I know. I'm just. I'm asking you. Would you expect it? Hmm? What I'm asking you. What you expected? You expect? I expected the decline. I've been telling them that is happening. But every time he has a decent game or a good one, it's like, well, where's that decline? And then when he has a bad one, I go right there, and they go, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Fuck Tom Brady. <laughs> yep. Who are you arguing with on Twitter? Oh, Russ. Uh, everybody. Or no, it's me and Russ got new on Twitter because he we he thinks that shit's funny. He texts Which that. we did enjoy. He texted me. I'm like, that was fun, huh? Yeah, he, it was a good time. He texted me uh, this morning, actually. He said, how many last place teams you, did you draft this year, bud? <laughs> <laughs> to which I replied, uh, one that I paid for. <laughs> and uh, the other team I drafted was so good every week. I made so much money. I covered them both. So, hey. You know what I mean? Actually, I, I think I got to win another week. Either way, he's really uh, yeah. I don't I don't feel bad about that team I drafted for him because I know of his first six picks, four of them were Saquon Barkley, Chris Godwin, Darren Waller, and Austin Eckler, and three of those four guys got hurt in the first month of the season. So I don't really know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when you were drafted, I'm like, this team's not going to end well. Oh, okay. But I kind of know how that league tends to roll. Like, you'd never been in there. I got a feel for how those other guys tend to go and shit. So I was like. 45-minute heads up. And me and Russ tend to go for some similar players. So I knew everyone I wanted was going to be safe. Yeah, and I was fucking, and we partied the night before. (laughs) Had a good night the night before. But even so, I mean, injuries are injuries. Mm -hmm. Darren Waller's still the second best tight end. I mean, you are what you're. Yeah. Record says you are. Well, yeah, I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing you can do. And again, I I lose. Uh, it's a big gap between one and two. By the way, I saw the stats the other day. It's like Travis Kelsey was like, "Look, Doug, <laughs> yeah, y'all need to quit pretending. Yeah, like these motherfuckers is on my level. Yeah, tra- well, Travis Kelsey, I I think in fantasy points it was like he's got like 215, and like Darren Waller is as the second most at like 150. Travis Kelsey's second in the league in receiving yards. Third. It's uh, it goes D hop now. DK. Oh, DK Ty- could put that one seventy seven. Yeah, Tyreek, and then um, and then Chelsea. Ridiculous. Two of, two of those guys are on one team of mine. That's all I got left as far as like good sports optimism. Lions stink. Basketball's coming around. No one. I mean, I got my my boys coming right back. Defending champs, baby. Yeah. Reloaded. Hey, but we'll get you guys that, that closer money. to the game. We're paying that money already. What was I saw LeBron James got two years, eighty five extension, and then Anthony Davis AD locked down at a four for one ninety five. Jeez, pay the man his money. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, man, they got it. The yeah. Bus family got it. Yeah, then went out and got upgraded a point guard, Dennis Schroeder. Let's fucking go. Yep. Went and gave uh, what's his name a. Uh, we got Marcus all. Hey man, we need you to play some center minutes, bro. Come I mean, here, play some strong defense on that. You know, yep. vet men. Okay, and then you go and get go across the hall and go Montreal. No, they ain't treating you right over here. Just come over here for the low low. Give you two years, nineteen million dollars, which is in the NBA, folks. Yeah, ain't shit. shit. I mean, it's a lot of money in hockey. <laughs> That's a five-year deal in hockey. <laughs> <laughs> two million a year? Shucks. If you sign a two-year, $19 million deal in hockey, immediately everyone hates you're, you. You're everyone an all-star. Hates you. Everyone hates you. 
This guy's overpaid. It doesn't matter. Um, That's yeah. sick, bro. Fucking Norris finalist, kid. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the Norris is. I think it's defense. Uh, isn't it? I know it's. I know it's one of their trophies, but I believe defense. Isn't it? Is that the one for the goalie? What it might be goalie. <laughs> hey, folks. Do 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 do. Actually makes me sad. Best defensive player, man. Yeah. Shit, I know my shit, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Kovachuk. Yeah, James, he's a forward. The James Norris Memorial Trophy. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, hockey's got very little going on at all. Do they? I mean, are they going to start another season? Don't they? Yeah, they're starting. They're gearing up soon. They or they should be. No, they might have pushed theirs back. Hockey or basketball starting way too early for how late they finish. I think hockey's like. We're a little more physical sport. Let's give the guys some time to actually heal their fucking bodies. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. When will it start? Saying? Oh, Gary said that's a work in progress. As of yesterday, they ain't even set a date yet. Yeah. Come on, man. We want to see the Kraken shooting for Jan- <laughs> January first. Um, I read an article that says he's actually a good GM. I'm like, I don't know how a nigga had two work stoppages on his watch. Oh. Y'all, y'all sat out a whole year. Um, Twice. And this yeah, motherfucker is considered good and still got a job. That's bigger than me. Hey, that's bigger than Nino hey. Brown. <laughs> um, and then what uh, What else did we miss? We at least said we celebrated a little bit. And yeah, we had a bunch um, of shit. We might have shicked all back in, so I want to say some. Yeah. Some other shit. We can get into talk, that. Yeah, I'm Jake talk, Paul. I, yeah, I'll say we can do that because the only other thing I can think of that I want to talk about is that uh, Taylor Swift, Scooter Braun, whole in you know situation. Let's save the music yeah, for when. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll keep that for Mike. That's not. I just think the yes, music. Mike, guys, I hope you guys wild. are ready for Mike to break down every artist contract since 1962. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you guys didn't stop, know fucking hey, Jimmy stop, Buffett. Yo, stop taking shots. Signed a three-year deal. <laughs> With Stop Columbia Records. At my favorite guest, all right? Hey, he's my hey, favorite guest, too. But sometimes that motherfucker talks to us like we're fucking idiots. Uh, I don't know <laughs> or he gets that us. blank stare like, you fucking dummy, and I don't like it. I, yeah, and I don't think he's talking But now we got a camera. Like Y'all yeah. gonna see. Oh, yeah. He's gonna be camera ready. Um, you know what? I yeah. might stab this nigga next, next week. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nah, just kidding. Now, shout out to him. Is uh, my niece and nephew, you know, man, his kids called me and gave yeah. Uncle Nick a, a shout out on Thanksgiving when I was home, fucking quarantining. Yeah. Not even. And I was, uh, Cam, I just just said today, Uncle Bizzle's brown everywhere. That's right, dog, to the core. <laughs> he was here at Thanksgiving, not eating fucking turkey. Crying ribby. You hate turkey. Turkey sucks. I think it's good too, but like, there's so many hot takes about it now. Like, who cares? It's one no. meal. Who cares? You know who I think? Oh, is. if people want to do that, that's fine. You know how I get down, man. My parents like me better than my other siblings. I get a steak. That's at every holiday. I eat steak. You eat whatever you want. See, like that. I noticed my brother I'd Keith must is climbing into the steak ranks too. I think it's a Virgo thing. I'd rather eat steaks than, or I'd rather eat turkey than a well done steak, especially if I'm covering that bitch with gravy anyway. But again, you put I, gravy on your steak? No, on turkey. I'm not, my turkey is covered no. with crazy plus, uh, gravy. Plus, I eat the dark meat too, so my shit ain't all dry. Yeah. I'm you know, I like white meat. I don't really fuck with bird unless it's chicken. Yeah, I just and these rats out these little rats out here. 
<laughs> God damn it. I think the only people that I think the people that complain about turkey and any Thanksgiving food are typically the people who ain't fucking cooking it. Just all that out there. You know what I mean? Well, I'm not cooking. I know. And you well, people like my dad's turkey. I just don't like yeah, turkey. That's what I mean. It's good stuff. What do you do for sides? I'll tell you this. I, I Collard greens, potatoes. I, we usually do we'll do a mashed potato. Yeah. Um, Y'all do yams? I don't. Potatoes. I'm not like a sweet potato type of I guy, but we'll, we'll do yams. And then we always do rice. But then my dad will like, my dad's like, Oh, here's your traditional shit, and then just random on the side, like fry some fish up and all this shit too. For <laughs> something, all right, cool. So it's plethora of shit, I've and just never, different sides. I've Sometimes never, my family, eats, uh, certain members of my family, eat those chitterlings. Nigga, no, no, keep them away from me. No, those. My mom ain't been allowed to cook them in the house since like. Let's say I remember. Oh, two. My dad. My dad enacted a bill. I was I was a kid and I went into a friend's house and they were making it. They were boiling them before they started cooking them. What black people you hanging out with before me? <laughs> I, I, I had black kids in my neighborhood. I'm not saying no, it wasn't a white person <laughs> cooking that shit. Yeah, no, I, when I was I mean this is when I was younger when I was a kid. <laughs> Wait, we said black. You walked in their house and had somebody died. What the fuck is that smell? No, yeah, dude, it was awful. I think I asked too, which was like you know super. Rude. Yeah, well, my mom says the smell really comes making. from like the cleaning of it or yeah, something. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no thanks. And that was explained to me what they were, and I was like, y'all eat that. <laughs> oh, damn, shit. Oh, that, I'm like, yo, that's a whole lot of hot sauce. Yeah. <laughs> like, because you just dump hot sauce all over. I'm like, that shit can't be that good if you have to drown it in hot sauce for yeah. it to be good. <laughs> then a motherfucker want to come talk to you after. Like, you can't hit, like, when we go for the family, the cousin walk. Mm-hmm. Like, if you ain't chillings, you can't touch the blunt. Mm-hmm. Ooh, no. Go brush your mouth. I've never had them. I just, like I said, that one time, one time I walked into a house where they were being cooked. And it did not smell like something I wanted to eat. And I'm not a picky eater at all. Plus, some block parties where I fucking learned I love ribs. Holy shit, do I love ribs. Um, I've never been to, um, just to wrap that up, I, I've never had mac and cheese on Thanksgiving. Which Oh, we always do. Yeah. That's just, for everything. We do every baked time, mac and cheese. My parents every say. time I see, like, pictures... Of people's mac and cheese, I'm like fuck. Like I never get mac and cheese like that. Like never. Like bums me out, man. Uh, my mom make mac and make you a tray. I'll eat some. I will swap. Uh, I'll send her some lasagna. She sent me some mac and cheese. I believe she had your lasagna. Yeah, I've, I've sent it over there. Yeah, a few times. Um, yeah, and to wrap this up too, what the last thing that uh, we should talk about was was the great boxing match, the highest. The, the most pre-ordered pay-per-view of all time, Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr., which I, for one, when this happened, I wasn't excited about it because I don't want to see – I didn't want to see Mike Tyson hurt Roy Jones Jr. For I one. did. That I'm here for all show. things Mike Tyson. Yeah, I love Mike Tyson as much as anybody, and I love boxing more than most people now, apparently, and this is just – it bums me out. This is where we're at in the sport. We have to watch. I mean, because, again, if you guys have ever watched a boxing match or a UFC match or anything, and you've seen a weigh-in, and you saw those two weigh-in the night before, come on, man. Like, uh, yeah, they're in shape for fucking 60-year-old dudes or 53 and 57, mm-hmm. however fucking old they are. But they are not in any kind of fighting shape. Maybe I'm a bad you know person because I, mean? I personally just wanted, like, I'm like, I want Mike to say, fuck these 
taking it easy. Like I want that Mike to just like say snap in that ring, and then I think he realized what like around round two, like this bitch ain't trying to fight. Uh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be that guy. I think he was like, I can't do that to him here. Yeah, not, and now I didn't. Uh, but the undercards were all right. Yeah, I'll say I didn't order it because again, I wasn't excited. I didn't want to watch it. I didn't. You know what I mean? And then when I saw it was the highest pre-ordered fight ever, that bummed me out. Because they've been doing pre-order, they haven't been doing pre-order pay-per-views, so it's not like you know, uh, Ali Frazier had a pre-order, you know, no. anything like that. But fuck, man, there's been some fights that are worth watching, and no, these two old fucks. I liked seeing that Mike could still get to the check. I'm like, man, you're still a draw. You are still eight, Mike Tyson. Eight two-minute rounds in a smaller ring mm-hmm. with a no-knockdown rule. A cut ends the fight, and they, you know, they called it aggressive sparring. Tell it to Roy's ribs, motherfucker, because I'm telling you right now. Oh, yeah, I saw a couple. He hurting. That's what he's doing. That's what he does, but. And part of it's got to be thinking, I would have rather had that motherfucker hit me in my face one good time and put me down because I can't breathe. (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucker out here. A a knockdown. Yeah, internally bleeding. Yeah. I'm bleeding. And then, you know, the highlight of the night, obviously, was fucking Nate Robinson getting destroyed by YouTuber Jake Paul. Jake Peasy. Which I didn't, uh, uh, I mean, when that happened, I said, I don't know much about Jake. I don't know much about the Paul brothers. Like, I know who they are. Um, and I know that Logan Paul was like a Division One wrestler. And I know at, at a point in time, he wanted to be in the UFC and I feel like people were like, oh, this fucking YouTuber kid wants to do it. And even, like, Dana White and Joe Rogan were like, well, I mean, he's a Division One wrestler. He has, like, the type of resume that a lot of guys have that mm-hmm. fight in the UFC. So if he wants to be a mixed martial artist and, and learn how to fight, then it wouldn't be the craziest thing in the world yeah. for him to have some success. So clearly they're, it's a fighting family. and they I don't know, like, any of their boxing and wrestling. content. Yeah, neither do I. But uh, I, just, I know more about them. Yeah, on that I only level. see their name when they're like, one. "Oh, they do said did uh, something douchey." Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, "Oh, these cons again." But hey, man, the guy trains. Yeah, he knows how to box. Listen, dude. Clearly, a lot of people uh, just. I, I'm gonna throw this out there. Boxing just, isn't fighting, and people need to know that. Yeah, boxing is a sport. <laughs> like playing one on one in basketball, just because you're tougher than somebody. Doesn't mean you're better than them in one-on-one. Just because you can fight on the street does not make you a better boxer. Like, do you think you're good at, are you tough on the street? So would you fight someone who's like a black belt in Taekwondo? No, because, you you know. Well, Nate looked like he was fighting on the street because he was swinging (laughs) and looking down and not protecting. Like, no one taught him defense. I believe someone said he was training for three weeks. Oh, that's bad. At which point, like. I'm kind of really laughing at you even more because you're a fucking idiot because that's dangerous. Clean like, up. you are fuck. You really endangered yourself for 600 bucks and whatever the pay-per-view, <laughs> your pay-per-view cut was. Uh, you played in the league. Clearly, you ain't got to get hit like that. Based on uh, um, the reactions, too, clearly a lot of people really thought just because uh, Nate is black and an athlete that he was going to win sure-handedly. And then it was immediately, there were so many people that made it about race and so many black people got to beat him and Shannon Sharp got out there oh, and yeah. something about it. And like somebody got to do something, bro. He came out here and said he's doing this for us. Yeah. Like, oh, he ain't. <laughs> and like, 
And what's funny, like to go back to the whatever, the, the fighting on the street doesn't always translate. Though I saw Black Boy JB, seems like someone you would listen to. He uh, he wants yeah. to fight him. Oof, got the missing uh, roof. Your bitch came up missing too. Yeah, well, again, mm-hmm. but it's funny because it's like again, uh, Nate Robinson's a professional athlete. Won the slam dunk contest twice. He's probably been an all star. I'm sure. I don't know. No, he had a career. Really, he never. Not an all star. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I mean again. Just he's, he's got on your bench. Well, yeah, for sure. He's but he's been at the all star weekend. I guess that's where I correlate that. Oh, yeah, Duncan. Yeah. So if he couldn't win, what makes you think? Like, like yeah, I don't know. Black boy <laughs> JB's. Uh, I feel like history with that. I heard an interview with Jim Jones the other day, and he made it very clear, like. Listen, nigga, <laughs> he can box, and he don't want to get in that box. Yeah. And basically saying, like, we will stomp that motherfucker out. Right. I ain't boxing no Jake Ball. <laughs> I, go, I don't, yeah, I don't do that boxing shit. Yeah, we will stomp that motherfucker out. He goes, but Nate, he put that motherfucker to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, man, he did his thing, Jim. Nate. And race always seems to have really? play a weird thing yeah. in, in combat yeah. sports oh, yeah. in general. Very much so. I've literally been at a boxing match once where a guy started rooting for Ricky Hatton. Oh, yeah. It was a rock. I root for the white guy, and I'm like, oh. And then I bet him because I'm like, this is easy money. Floyd's listen, going to beat him. Listen, I've I've seen um, some pretty intense conversations. I did thoroughly enjoy watching Ricky Hatton get his ass beat after that guy made that comment. Because I wanted that guy to get mad. By who? By, when he fought Floyd. Floyd? Okay. Yeah. She. You got yeah, well, and I mean, this guy's come on, come on. I'm like, have you what? Floyd, Floyd knocked him <laughs> out. Are you watching, Jay? Yeah, yeah, like, this guy is getting out. smoked. And uh, yeah, and Manny beat the shit. Mm-hmm. Out of him. That was bad too. But yeah, I've seen people really, 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 really fucking argue about who's the better boxers, blacks or Mexicans, because it's never white people. It's it's between blacks and Mexicans. Mexicans are some. Here's but, the thing. Yep. Mexicans are prepared. For some dog fight, just beat the shit out of each other's shit for the whole fight. Yeah. Yeah. Mexicans are, they. My brother's trying to preserve. (laughs) A little more. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's the difference. There are no uh, flashy Mexican fighters. And we, for most of us, were born in a country where, like, if we wasn't like that. Yeah. Mexico's worse. (laughs) Life life cheats. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. But again, well, that's funny. Boxing's just in a sad state, though, overall. I mean, all this shit happened, and people are excited to watch the eight-round aggressive sparring between two fucking dudes in their 50s. Well, I think people just wanted to see Mike Tyson. And, and they're know, like, oh, you're getting a little Wayne performance and all this performance. Not, not really. Yeah, it didn't show up. Everyone, Snoop was cool. Though. I was saying. actually cool with Snoop. Snoop won Saturday. And then, um, yeah. But that's the thing. So it wasn't that exciting. But meanwhile, like I said, Earl Spence Jr. and Danny Garcia are fighting this Saturday. And, and pay-per-view $75. All right, pay-per-view is $75. I'm not going to pay that. But it takes almost no effort to find a free stream. You should free no. stream. I, I didn't would, pay never, for this shit. I would never And, say, like, yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed that shit Saturday. Yeah, but it's not. Like, the undercards was actually some pretty, like, them dudes were out there trying to fuck each other up. That's and I got to see Nate Robinson get dropped. That's I got to watch shit. Snoop announce. Boxing's a sideshow at this point. See, that's my... Boxing's that's done a lot of sideshow shit over the years, it, I should it, say. It isn't, it isn't. Like, Don like, King. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it isn't, it isn't, though, because, like I said... Well, even I mean, there's good, good... Tyson Fury... There's great boxers out there, yeah. Out. Remember their entrances? Yes, that shit was... Out. Come on, now. He had a 75-pound costume. 
that's the whole thing. Though, Didn't Errol, they say it was tired from coming out yeah, there and that? Yeah. Errol Spence and, and Danny Garcia, man, that, that's going to be a good fight. And I would never suggest that any of you do anything illegal. But if you were to find a free stream to that fight, you probably wouldn't be disappointed. I think they're fighting at like 147. Going to be a good fight. Errol Spence Jr. is 28-0 with 21 knockouts. I think Danny Garcia is like 32-2 and with like 24 knockouts. These guys go out there to fucking throw hands. It's going to be a good fight, and no one's going to fucking watch it. No one's going to fucking care. Yeah, they're not Mike Tyson. It bothers me. <laughs> <sighs> All right, now I'm depressed. We're so, in a goddamn pandemic, and Mike Tyson said, I'm going to hit somebody. People yeah. are signing up. Yeah. And now everyone's hitting watch. us with them Instagram I, videos yeah, of just... Yeah, the training, I'd, which I'd got everyone. I'd rather watch him train. Yeah. I'd rather watch him train than actually fight. Training videos are pretty dope. And now everyone comes Mike said he was high, too, before that bitch. Yeah. I'm sure you were. What they say? Buster Douglas and Evander Holyfield and someone else like James McLaughlin or something like that. McLaughlin. Some yeah. part of me, white man that I've never seen before. Crackle. I'm like, I don't remember Mike beating your ass. <laughs> you must have been Probably one of those been. quick, quick shots. I think Peter McNeely said something, too, which, Jesus Christ. Do you remember? I mean, do you really remember Peter McNeely? I don't know who the fuck that is. Peter McNeely is the guy that uh, Mike Tyson fought right when he got out of prison. The great white hype. The great white hope. Yeah. Got out the first time? How many times was Mike locked up? Twice? Uh, once. Or just the one long. After know. the Robin Givens, all that shit? Yeah. Um, God, I don't know, man. Oh, what God. year was that? 96, 97? Something like that. <laughs> Oh, I mean, I'm assuming Mike beat yeah. the shit out of him. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't even that. They hyped it up much like you've ever seen the movie The Great White Hype. Yeah, so, I mean, don't they always hype up the, the white fighter? Yeah, but this was like nothing you had seen before. And <laughs> I remember specifically being a kid that you can make a bet in Vegas that... um the national anthem would last longer than the fight. They thought this motherfucker was going to yeah. beat Mike Tyson. I'm, man, I'm so tempted to pull up his pregame. Oh, He's, buddy. Oh, you What should, are you smiling you at? You should hear him. This son of a bitch is mentally yeah. <laughs> insane and just got out of a bid. Oh, damn it. He's going to eat you. Yeah. Um, yeah, he fucking... This thing here, I'm, I'm not going to play it, but his whole intro speech when he's in here, this is for Stubby. Oh, my you know, God. I mean, yeah. Uh, it's, was he, well, I mean, he got the fight, so was he like a really good boxer? No. No. no this is for my father, my brother. Oh, they just lined Stubby. this guy up. No, I'm trying to fucking, I want to see the actual, or just show you the fight, and then we'll uh, say goodbye. <laughs> was this in an Irish, was he an Irish guy? Oh, yeah, Peter McNeely. Oh, if you were a black man that day, I know you didn't watch that bitch in no pub <laughs> or Irish bar. Yeah. Um, this is another thing they say. Like, I've heard stories. <laughs> in the podcast, people to... called in with stories. Sorry, got it in the desk. Right. People called in with stories of, like, when fights broke out at a fight. Like, when when were you uncomfortable watching a fight due to, y'all know, race relations? Oh. And guys, like, dude, I was at one fight, and we were at my buddy's house, and I forget who it was, but. Did Floyd fight De La Hoya or something? Was it Floyd De La Hoya? Yeah. And he goes, I left. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Depending on who around you're round at. 10. Because he goes, these guys came in with enough Coronas. They came into this bitch mm-hmm. with enough Coronas mm-hmm. to supply a party for a week. And the more 
you could tell Floyd was like you could tell the more as the fight went on. Yeah. They started drinking it he heavier and getting a little more amped up. And he goes, oh, you knew shit was going down. And my black, he's like, I was one of two black people in there. Yeah, and I wasn't going to be there when it know. happened. And he goes, and what happened that night? He goes, oh, someone went to jail. Oh, especially in that. Yeah. During that fight. This is in Texas or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Oscar, though, it, was, it was slow. And he was getting old. Mm-hmm. He was completely out, man. And it only take one person to say some slick shit. And then. Oh, oh man. But this. Yeah. Peter McNeely. I just missed this shit. This Peter, was, you poor bastard. This was, uh, I think it said, August 15th, 1995. <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> and he's down. And then he, <laughs> he he gets, hey, when somebody hits you so hard, you get yeah, up and run in a circle, my G? Look at Miles Lane fucking grabs him. He goes, hey, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you know, he's like, hey, you gotta, but that's how hyped up he was, man. He convinced. He Mills Lane's like, this celebrity bro, death match. <laughs> This shit was so great back then because he fucking hyped himself up. He's putting his hands up. Bill's like, Jesus Christ, kid. He hyped himself up so much and tried to convince everybody he was going to win. And he just, uh, folks, you guys <laughs> got to watch the YouTube clip because this guy ain't making it a minute. Yeah. Oh, no. They said that was the Vegas bet that uh, the national anthem would last longer than the fight. I remember this, man. Like, I, I remember watching this. My mom and everyone all fired up. And, I got to know the payday he got for this ass whooping. Oh, Peter McNeely? They had to give him a nice check to come in here and get his ass whooped. Oh, Peter might make it a minute. Probably. Yeah, well, he already got knocked down the one time. And that's all he's doing is. Guys, please look this up just to see this guy get. He just had butted Mike. Now he's about to die. This guy got hit so fast, he dropped to the ground. And ran a circle. <laughs> Tried to touch gloves with Mike. And then he just drops to his knees. Oh, yeah. He's swinging. Oh. Oh, Pete. This motherfucker hops back up. Yeah. Well, Hurricane. And tries walking here. towards him. Yeah. With the short mullet. I'll tell you right now. Peter McNeely yep. has most definitely been in mad fucking bar fights. And that's the guy you don't. Because the way he's popping up, that is the guy you don't want to fight in a bar. Because. Yeah. You'll just tie her out. That was it. They called the fight. Yeah. His corner called it. If you see guys, once you see Peter, he's not a small man. <laughs> no. They made pistols for guys like him. Oh, Kneecap him. That's em. so funny. If you do watch this, be sure to watch the one where he uh, where he talks. He gives his pre-fight interview. I'll be watching oh, post-show, man. you goofy-ass motherfucker. Oh, it's so good. He ran uh, a circle. <laughs> this was a fun sports recap. It's <laughs> like you guys hit so hard he did not know what to do. Yeah. Seeing again, but Mike Tyson's not fine like that. Back then, like I said, this was a draw. Like Mike Tyson probably made, you know, I will never do this shit. Because this was such a long time for him to get his license. I think they had a thing for Mojo where you could step in and I think they had, you had to box with like big gloves or something. And it was like, oh, yeah. It was concert tickets. And I thought about getting in there. Oh, dude, you know, I To try to win them, though. Like, I ain't trying to get my ass whooped and have it taped. Oh, man. <laughs> so he beat my ass, nigga. It ain't making it to film. <laughs> I think my ass will be in the privacy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Nate Robinson right. got beat up by fucking television. <laughs> <laughs> the world that. saw this man get dropped. Yeah. And bad, too. And then there was a picture of Logan Paul. And you just or, in his head, he's like, man, it's white boy. All, I'm telling you going in, all he was saying was, this white boy everybody. can't beat me up. <laughs> White boy cleaned your ass up. <laughs> Three punches. 
Three <laughs> punches. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Oh, that's funny. Fucking dick in the dirt. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, Should have jumped over one of them right hooks, nigga. <laughs> Dumped them on the top of it. Popped them. All right. Well, I got a good All right, man. And on that. Here we go. Yeah. We want to give any shout outs? Yeah. <laughs> Remember this. Boom. <laughs> hey, 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 yeah. hey, hey, hey. So, yeah, well, shout out to Nate Robinson. Well, shout out to Nate Robinson. We know you good, baby. Hey, man. He took it like a G, though. Hey, you did get in there. You did. And you made some, not not that much money, but you were pro funny. Oh, yeah. Bitch was ass. Bitch was ass. Bitch was ass. Uh, Bitch was that? Oh no! See ass nigga. Like they wanna come one with me. I got my big gun with me. Don't feel like dipping. I feel like shooting for food. And I don't like attitude. You do shit that them hoes on the rag do. Whole fag is you. Better watch your mouth while I be in front your house when your ass come out. Whole trickers. Hold another nigga dick ass. Bitch ass nigga. Keep looking at a nigga like he don't tell. That's a trick to Oh, my God. Hey, man, any guy that for lupus treatment smokes bunks, which is sprinkling cocaine in your blunts, guys. I mean, the fact that he's made it this long is pretty interesting. Yeah. M-I-A-O. <laughs> uh, shout out to you for getting out of bed to do the sex episode. I feel good. I'm tired, y'all. A couple too many last night. <laughs> what I do? I'm the Chevy like a Tonka toy. Yo, when this was out... I was thinking a girl shaking her ass, a little thong hanging out the pants. Might be in Canada, freak or something. Back in the good old days when club music was about fighting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the crunk movement. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I really love aggressive rap. I was thinking. Oh, you're telling me. Yes. Right. <laughs> I love it. Girl dance to this. Yeah. I love nothing sexier than a girl dancing to a guy talking about murdering and selling yeah. drugs. Throwing elbows. Three things I love in rap that I'll never get tired of. One, when people, when rappers sing or make a song to their weapon. Okay. Like, a, like an ode to your pistol. Yeah. I love that AG shit. Power. Two, when rappers do arithmetic or math <laughs> about their drug dealings. Like break down the whole situation. I'm like, yeah, teach us how to do that. Yeah. How the rest of the yeah. years. Three. When they basically, any line when they bail, you know what? I ain't fighting, nigga. I'm shooting you. <laughs> I love that shit. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Jeezy and uh, Gucci. I don't know how much we talked about that yesterday. We're going to say that for a shit. Yeah. Because oh, we talking about that was huge. That's big time. I just don't want to talk for 20 more minutes. We're going to wait 33, four weeks after it happened to talk about it. Two weeks. I want to talk about it now. Jeezy won. Yeah. Is what? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was there for that music. Jeezy won that music battle. I've never been so tense watching something live in my life. It was very weird. I was on my medicine and I was still like, oh man, why do I feel on edge? <laughs> someone could get. Sh- I'm not there, but I'm worried someone could get shot. On live on my Apple TV stream. <laughs> yeah, that's how it felt. Smoking right. on Pookie Low. <laughs> All, right. All right, well, shout out to Shick. Just cause Shout out to his Yeah kids. Shout out to everybody That's been listening Shout out to everyone That's yeah, been hitting us guys. up 
about the uh, the YouTube page and how y'all ready for it. We appreciate that, man. Yeah. We're going to get that link out to y'all soon. We popping. You're going to enjoy seeing Bizzle talk. Yeah, 2021, you know what the vibes are. Bigger, better, badder. Yes, Love you guys. Hey, 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 hey. Shut up every girl that let me grind up on your ass to this. You are appreciated. Hey man, who really run the South?